Hey everybody, welcome to the Soul Food Priest Podcast with Father Ben. It's great to have you. There's an expression that I think applies equally to both the spiritual life and to the culinary or the food life. And it goes like this. It says, an enduring fiction becomes an endearing fiction. An enduring fiction becomes an endearing fiction. What does that mean? It means if we hear a lie enough, we begin to believe it. And I think most of us would agree with that. And for instance, in the food world, maybe you've heard if, if you make a dish or a soup or a sauce too salty, you just add more apples, you add apples or potatoes, and it sucks, all up, it sucks up all the salt, and then everything's peachy and wonderful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that absolutely does not work, as anybody that has tried it knows that it, that it doesn't work. But we've heard that enough, um, that this little trick works, um, not so much. Actually, your best bet, if you make something too salty, is to probably add some kind of cream to it, such as uh, heavy whipping cream, butter, uh, something along, some kind of dairy, or water, of course, which is neutral, so you dilute it a bit. And, uh, but we've heard this so many times that we think maybe this is true. Maybe you've heard that human beings only use 5% of their brain. Okay, scientists have long since proven that that is not true, but people hear it and enough and they begin to believe it. And even teachers have taught this, okay? This is not true. Uh, yet, uh, maybe you've heard also that uh, people that listen to classical music are smarter. Um, I, I know people that listen to classical music and I can absolutely tell you that does not work. Actually, I find people that listen to ACDC are smarter, but whatever. So, um, in the spiritual life, there are things that we've heard enough that we also begin to believe, even if they're not true. For instance, uh, centered around the issue of divorce, people have heard that I'm excommunicated, um, uh, the church hates me, I'm a half-Catholic, uh, because I'm divorced, okay? None of which is true. But people hear this, or maybe they ask a friend of theirs that is, quote-unquote, a good Catholic, thinking that they would know. And um, without researching, what does the church actually teach? And it's worth pointing out that um, many people that should know better um, don't take the time to research what we actually do believe around the issue of divorce. So if we look at the Catechism of the Catholic Church on the issue of divorce, it points out two things. It says, number one... There's a big difference between someone who runs too readily or too quickly to divorce and someone that finds themselves in a horrible situation through no fault of their own. So if there's no question that we do, that we do not support uh, divorce. And so some people, for instance, like Hollywood uh, marriages, they, they're married for two years, they divorce, they go off, they get married again, they, for two years they divorce. And this cycle continues, okay? Obviously, we do not support that or condone that in any way. On the other hand, as the Catechism points out, some people are, quote, the innocent victims of a divorce, end quote. The innocent victims of divorce. It's worth pointing out it mentions this twice, not once. So, in other words, as the Catechism notes, some people are the innocent victims of a divorce. through no fault of their own. They find themselves in a horrible situation. I mean, imagine uh, repeated domestic violence, repeated infidelity, repeated addictions. 
it, it's an obvious point, but we'll just point it out, is that God understands that we cannot control or change this other person any more than a priest who stands up there every Sunday and encourages people to foster a relationship with Christ, to have a prayer life. Some will listen and some won't, okay? Even in John chapter 6, Jesus says, My flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. And it said some people listened and other people didn't. Some people walked off. And um, so it's the same thing in our marriage, is that some people, through no fault of their own, find themselves in these horrible situations. I, any parish priest has been with hundreds, literally, of these people. And that's an important point, because people that have come through that often feel a sense of shame or guilt. And again, usually they've done nothing wrong. People say, well, it takes two to tango. Well, yes and no. Um, some people can do the very best that they can, and still the other person will not listen, or they divert down a path that is really bad for the marriage and can kill the marriage. So I just want to point this out. If you find yourself in that situation, do some research. Okay, Don't go to someone you think is a good Catholic. Okay, Actually research it. Go to the source. Okay. Our faith is crystal clear on this and also on healing and forgiveness. Hey, don't forget to put soul in your food and give food to your soul. God bless you.